Yeah. It's time, baby. He's a very tall man who really loves tunes. Can you climb the mountain? Will you be approved? It's the Mountain Jew Review. It's the Mountain Jew Review. Welcome to the Mountain Jew Review. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, internet land, Facebook, YouTubers, whoever you are watching, localites, um, Juju fans, little, little Juju Bees, that's what we'll call you guys, Juju Bees, until it comes up with a name for you. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Mountain Jew Review, and today we have the one, the only, not only an awesome hip-hop star, but from what I heard, a pretty badass magician, fire breather, and all kinds of shit. We got Juju the Mystic. Yeah, I clap for my soul because I'm egotistical. I can't clap, that's what sucks. Oh man, I'm sorry. I, I, I mean... What's it been like? Oh. Um, very mobile. I mean, I can move it. And I got the pins still in it, but they'll be coming out. But, I mean, pretty soon I'll be back to action. That's your pet pan. You ain't smacking nobody lately? I can't. Powder me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you don't know that movie, you guys probably shouldn't be watching Mountain Dew. That's probably an automatic prerequisite quit for being part of this team, guys. If you've not seen how high, go watch it. Well worth it. Funny ass. What drives this car? Not D'Angelo. So, Juju, um, I like to open up and start off with where you're from, uh, what school you go to, where were you born, if you're not from here. Okay. Uh, I was born in St. Joseph's, Missouri, same right. hospital that Eminem was born in. So, I, I, think, I find that to be a cool like, reference. I don't know if it was the same doctor or anything. Cause I don't know his life, but I was like, it's kind of cool. That's awesome. Grew up in Council Bluffs. Uh, it's okay. my hometown. Uh, everybody, uh, a quick PSA to everybody that was fighting the school board yesterday at the courthouse and like yelling at them about masks. Uh, shut the hell up. Uh, just wear it. Like, who cares if your kids wear masks? Like, protect the people who are immune deficient. And then uh, 
stop being selfish. But two, uh, yeah, I love Council Bluffs, lovely people. <laughs> Hard to say that right after saying that. Uh, I mean, that casino money, I mean, you guys got nice. You're, you're just the architect on your roadway is way nicer than ours. You, you guys got cool stuff on your pillars and then drive over to ours and it looks like fucking prison. <laughs> yeah, we got potholes you can live in, though. Nebraska. Well, yeah, but we, we got a tax that's supposed to alleviate our potholes, and that sure don't happen either. No. I blame it on you guys coming over here and driving on our roads. Oh, yeah, it's, it's us. It's uh, foreigners. Yeah, it's the bluffs. The bluffs against. I'm not going to say Tuckies. Secret, I was born in Sioux City, bro, so I'm originally from Iowa. Lived there until I was about four and came to Omaha, so I'm not... I'm not a native Nebraskan. I'm an Iowegian. We're both in foreign land right now. Yep. It's all right. I'm conquering it, though. Yeah. Taking it over. All right. So um, you, what school did you go to in Council Bluffs? Abraham Lincoln High School. Yeah. All right. There's a couple of our local uh, legends, actually. Same high school. Uh, what a coincidence. It's Born in a Legends Hospital, went to a Legends High School. Okay, maybe he's a legend in my head, but whatever, you know. Yeah, and... I, Seven I Ways to Surreal, look at that. I love Surreal so much, man. So, a couple episodes ago, I pointed out that I can ask seven questions from anybody in town and get to Surreal, and 90% of the time, I don't even have to do seven questions. I can see it. He's a big inspiration. He does a lot for a lot of people. And not just musically. I mean, just everywhere. I mean, he gives any job he has where he has hiring power. He really tries to make a positive influence on the people that he gives jobs and careers to. He's wonderful. I can gargle a little more on Surreal, but we're here to focus on Juju the Mystic. So you went to Abraham Lincoln. Yep. Graduated in 14. Even though I look like I'm 40, I'm not... Ten years after I graduated. Yeah. Nice. I was the youngest in my class, so I'm going to get 11. But, yeah. Awesome. I was not the youngest, but I was, like, maybe the fifth youngest, because I think there was, like, two kids born in May that somehow snuck in on my class that shouldn't have been on my class. Should have been a great ahead of me, old motherfuckers. It was a crazy part. I was born in September. Or a great below me. End of September, and somehow I snuck in. Oh. Yeah. I was yeah. Almost four. <laughs> yeah, you should have been on the cutout date, especially in the later years. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, Council Bluffs from AL, uh, Links Pride, you know. Um, yeah, I love my hometown. We're crazy, but I love them. That's awesome. And uh, so then, being locally, what got you into music? I grew up around music my whole life. And like, even when I was doing magic shows all the time, and it was taking me everywhere, behind the scenes, I'd be rapping at my shows. Uh, my brother's a rapper who's known out here, Sky Reed. My dad, my uncles, my whole family, they're gospel singers, they travel the whole country. And so music's been a, a large, even my, on my mom's side, my grandpa has been in bands his whole life. And I saw some photos of him without a beard for the first time, like I think last week, and it was scary. But uh, he was good looking, I'm going to be honest with you. Now you got me picturing you without a beard. Uh, I thought about shaving it yesterday. He'd probably be handsome. Uh, in my younger days, yeah, when I had the hair to make up for it. Younger days. This guy's 25. Yeah. Younger days. Almost, almost 25. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel old. 
Oh, but I'm not. I'm young, handsome, and I'm only 23. Yes, indeed. 20s are the best. It was. It was a fun time. So then you got into music through your parents, through your brother. Um, when did you... So you just dropped Split Seas. Yes. Was that your first full-length album? First full-length album that still exists. Um, I put out a couple back in the day, back when I didn't read into the business of music and was getting gypped by online producers. And uh, I even got gypped by a family member, I'm not going to call them out, but also a family member was charging me $500 for some loop beats. And uh, I, I learned uh, I learned how to make beats. Like, that is probably the biggest career changer for me. Is like I was already trying. Like, I've been doing music for eight years. Been silent about it for about six of them. Like, the last two years, I've really come out. Of course, took a little more time. control. Yeah, I wanted to be smarter and better. I wanted to improve. And like I show the improvement for anybody who comes to my studio. If I show you some songs from a year ago, or even like eight years ago, uh, we can have a full-on laugh session. Your gut's gonna be in your asshole. It's, fun. it's terrible. No, but that's also a good thing, though, right? Yeah. You know, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And again, you know, any of you aspiring artists out there, remember, you're not... Okay, some people are fire right off the bat, and that's just, you know, them. But, you know, not everybody's going to be good. Look at my first episode. It's a big, sorry, no names that say you will get a part two, I promise, with better equipment and everything. But just look, this is progressively getting better. The more you do something, the better you get it. Key example, he went from sounding like ass, letting us have a laugh fest, to you go and get split C's and you're not going to skip a track. I guarantee you that. It's, it's, um, unfortunately, I did miss the show. I was um, out seeing Mr. White. It was his first show in a few years. But it was an awesome, awesome set to watch because I, I did watch it live. There was a couple live streams going and stuff, and then a bunch of videos dropped later. You know, Kid Corduroy had some, and there's just a bunch of people. The energy there was amazing. I've seen you perform several times. In fact, you're the first artist on that performed at the first show I hosted. Yeah. And so I tried to... In fact, you actually sent me a couple messages trying to ease my nerves and help me into it, and I'm very grateful for that because I tried getting a hold of some of the other guys just to see if they wanted me to kind of talk about something as I announced them. You're the only one that actually openly responded back and wanted me to say something and had something for me to say, which I did. And the whole point was is I was there to host the show to promote you guys. And I wanted to do that. And Juju took that opportunity to get himself promoted. Actively engaged into somebody's... Because I I DM'd all of them. And he's the only one that got back, which is pretty sad. Um, Well, one other guy got back, but he didn't have nothing going on. And he told me he appreciated me. But out of the other 12, nobody else got back. There's a lot of people on that show. And there was a lot. You know, and so guys, when people offer you an opportunity for self-promotion and, and you know, yeah, maybe, you know, keep your guard up. Some guys are going to, if they start asking for money, tell them no, money, or just be real cautious about it. 
But when somebody generally, add, you know, if they're hosting your show and asking you for information about your group and music, and you don't respond or have nothing to tell them, how do you expect to get fans? I mean, how do you expect to get anything if you won't go out and like even give me something to promote you on? I hate you. You know? I hit you up because... And you randomly hit me up before I even had a chance to ask you about, you know, hey, make sure, you know, this is your first show. To, you know, just gave me some good information about being behind the mic and being in front of people. And it was... You did a wonderful job. That's one of the reasons why I hit you up is because I realized this entire scene, and that's why, like, I really appreciate people like you, is this entire scene is made up of 300, 400 individuals, if not a little bit more, and everybody's so focused on themselves. And, uh, you know, I knew this was your first show hosting. Once again, you did a wonderful job with two. Butchered a couple names, and I apologize then. KG Blue, I really apologize. I mess up his name, and he's related to my cousin. So um, He's going to be getting on a show, on an episode soon. I, he hit me up for an interview. So I'm shouldn't gonna, mess up his name the whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it on purpose. I'm, I'm going to try not to. I'm kidding. Don't do that. No, he was really—he was really cool about it too. That was the best part, though. I expected him to get upset and shit, and like every time he corrected me, it was a huge joke. Just, uh, just some good play and fun, and that's why I love her. Some people could have freaked out and beat my ass. You know what I mean? Like some people are really assholes. And Casey Boop, thank you for not for being a really cool guy about that. And there's a couple other guys' names I butchered, and I will butcher them again because. I'm, and I'm not doing that to you again. You guys know who you are. <laughs> That's how X became X because can't nobody pronounce his name right. And uh, I, was it the show that I did with you that um, my hard drive that was wired to Max, he had a PC and it shut down his program and I just went off my phone? I want to see if it was that show. Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. That was yep. funny. Because like, you said, you said, I'm a professional. I always keep back up and pulled the phone out, and it worked. I literally was just like, everybody expected me to be mad. Even my parents were there, and they expected me to get, like, mad and upset. And I was just like... Yeah, I met your mom and dad that night. We're going to do it open mic night style, just play music off my phone. It still turned out to be a good set. Still turned out to be a good set. Such a good set that my sister was there watching, my nephew and her boyfriend, and my sister really happened to dig you, and I... uh, Me... Uh, the Mountain Dew Review, along with Nappy Face Entertainment, is producing a show, promoting a show that's a free show, October 9th, at the Wired Pub. It's a 21 or older show. Juju the Mystic is on the ticket. It's a free show. Um, only thing we ask is that you at least try to buy some drinks and some merch from the artist. You know, it's a free show. We give them 10 bucks for a CD, 5 bucks a CD. Buy my CDs. Buy it. You will Buy it. guarantee you, you will not be disappointed with split seats. Uh, you can stream it, but trust me, you're gonna want to give them money for it because Je- Jeffrey right here is gonna beat you up. Oh, well, Sorry. that's all right. The camera's still going on the phone, so perfect. Jeffrey's gonna beat you up if you don't buy the CDs. So me and Jeffrey go way back. We got the same beard. That's right. We ain't gonna get trimmed either. I think that might be a girl with a beard. It's very feminine. Jeffrey, I like that. Gonna beat you up. You heard that, Shaquaya? She's gonna beat you up. 
So now that we talked about an up-and-coming show you had, um, any other up-and-coming shows you got coming? Oh, I got my first out-of-town show. Um, they're, they call it a festival. I'm excited to be a part of this first festival out-of-town that I've ever done as a musician. And just to insert here, festivals are a good way to sell merch and make money. Yes. So back Buy to CDs. Split C's. Buy them. Buy stickers. If not, I'll give it away free. But you didn't hear that. Cash app them. Just give them money. Yeah. I'll use my mom's cash app. Cash app my mom. Buy the CDs. Um, but I have that. It's going to be a fun experience in Oklahoma's Luna Fest. Oh, it's a, it's a real nice out of town trip. Yeah. We're going to cost the whole state. In a tent. I haven't stayed in a tent in a long time just because they don't make air mattresses too often. They fit. Eight foot eleven guy. I uh, completely sympathize wow. that one. You're one of the few in the industry that can. Because they can make a king size air mattress, but it don't fit in a tent. <laughs> yeah, it's either a, a small tent. And, and if it does mattress. fit in the tent and touch the side of the tent, and it happens to rain or get wet, then you wake up soaking. Yeah, I'm probably gonna sleep in the car. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm also happy because I don't have to drive to that one. But then I have the my birthday bash is a partnering birthday bash with uh, two strikes who is scheduled for an interview and he's amazing he got me some of my first shows um also happened COVID. also happened to have me host my first show and he's the one that put that together i love two strikes my tyler is cool uh, like i said i wasn't i wasn't getting shows and i was talking to ogs and like uh, that's one of the smartest things i tell younger artists i'm like if you're not getting shows and you're upset about it Go talk to someone from your city that you know you've met before. Even if you you love their music or you don't love their music, they have advice because they've been through all this before. Yep. And the advice they gave me is, if you're not getting shows, book your own shows. And so I started doing that, and then I also because I used to do that for magic. I don't know why it took me so long to realize I could do that for music too. It's a bit easier too. I don't have to bring up doves to the rap shows just show up and they're like hey microphone you know here's this it's a lot of preparation but it's, it's nothing compared to magic i don't have to worry about what's in what pocket yep and how many pockets people don't know about but um I have and that. whether or not there's enough curtains around the stage and how the stage is set up i, I have to thank tyler though because uh, or two strikes because to be honest this is the second time in three years that I've done this, but this one means a little bit more to me because I have better music than I used to back then. And so he had me do this once before, but at midnight, when it turns into the 22nd at the venue, that's when I perform. So the very first way to start off my birthdays is performing my music in front of some people that are willing to listen and stuck around for it. And it's just a vibe and like, I used to hate birthdays and like, that's one way to start off your birthday already kind of in a good mood that's awesome i really like that that's definitely cool a little bit of a sleep in the next day but i'm cool with that and get some it's your birthday why not sleep in yeah i don't have nothing else to do just make music man. Oh, make music and disappear <laughs> that's awesome that is really awesome I'm, I, and see that's the thing guys like again if you're not getting booked or if you're not getting shows or what you need remember there is two three hundred people in this town that do this there's not just one team to focus on i mean if it be like me be be an all-team player i i there is not a single artist in this town i don't support even if they don't like me i still support them that's just what i do and i mean 
You know, there's nothing wrong with booking an artist that you're unfamiliar with to see how they are. And I mean, I know some people, this is bookings, how they make their money. And, and I totally understand. So if you're having a hard time getting on shows, remember, there's quite a few venues in here. Talk to the venue owners. Message them. Facebook them. Network. That's important. Open mic nights are so important. If you're not getting booked and you're not hitting open mic nights, don't complain. Hands down. I do not want to hear that shit. Because open mic nights are free. My nervous, antisocial ass went and did a stand-up mic night at the Barley Street that's now the shakedown. If I can get my ass up there and do self-depreciating humor against my penis, you guys can go do an open mic night for free and stop bitching that you don't have a set. Of course, it's not going to sound the greatest, but let's be honest, 90% of you don't sound the greatest. So I'm not going to lie to you. So don't worry about the sound quality of a fucking venue when you forget your lyrics or rap over your own fucking lyrics and I can hear your fucking background lyrics more than you on the microphone. Go to open mic nights if you're not getting booked. There's, and, and some of you guys, there's reasons you're not getting booked. It's because you rap over your own lyrics or forget your shit or can't compose yourself. But again, if you're not hitting open mic nights, don't complain about not getting booked. Or if you're not openly seeking people to book you. See, he's not complaining about not getting booked because he figured out a way to get it done. Talk to your OGs. Uh, I mean, there's, there's I, I can name 10, 10, 15 people you can talk to. Hit up Surreal, MC, Devin Ulrich, Tyler Johnson. I mean, hit these guys up. Hit up Justin Strawstone. Hit up Doug Smith. Hit up... You know, all kinds of people. Mike Fantastic, Curtis Blystone, all kinds of people know people that are doing shows and booking shows. Out, hit up Dustin Patterson and Scoops and Mischief. I mean, look, hit me up. We are booking shows in November. Hit us up. It's it's rock and rap. Don't complain you're not getting booked. My, I got one person out of the 20 times I've said that to hit me up about it. One person. But I've heard a whole lot of people complain about not getting booked. A whole lot of people on my friends list complaining about it. Oh, yeah. Um, Learn, man. Be be aggressive. This is what all the artists on this show have so far shown you guys. Being aggressive gets you places. Gets you down to Oklahoma on a festival. Yeah. Or guess what? He's going to come back with no CDs and a pocket full of cash. I'll take that and buy three vapes. Three vapes. (laughs) And then reinvest the rest of the self in himself. You buy my music, go to my website, jujuthemystic.com. Buy my music digitally there. I make that money. Stop paying everybody else. Every time you stream it on Apple Music, I get like one millionth of a penny. Go buy it from my website. And again, it's cool if you stream it, because buy it, though. Like, I've bought everybody's music and still stream it, just to get the stream counted. Because I'm I'm like you guys, I like my digital technology. Streaming is so much easier. I, I don't carry a fucking discman with me at work. You know what I mean? No. So, I still... In, in fact, most of these guys, I have bought in more than one copy of their CDs. And I buy them digital. I bought them physical. I bought them on fucking cassette. Well, I ain't got to walk me a motherfucker, but I bought it. Yeah, I was just looking at the wall. I'm sorry, I got up in the wall. Lots of wonderful people I know up there. So, 
with all these wonderful people, we're going to get into our next segue here for our question. Man, I love how we get these awesome segues. Local uh, influences, Local. inspirations. So I grew up, I went to church with my dad a lot. And so there's a lot of gospel singers that come through into my music. A lot more than even past split seeds. I'm not saying I have anything coming out. But, I mean, I do, but it's, yeah, it'll come, it'll come. But uh, a lot of, my brother was a big one. I used to listen to Zay Gaines a lot, just because he was always on my brother's shows. Uh, Skyrie, I got to give him props. Because, you know, when I was still doing magic, I was going to his music shows. Uh, Noise Wave, when I was a kid. I was their biggest fan, and somewhere, we were looking through all our VHS tapes, but somewhere in there is a video of me as a three-year-old, or four-year-old, I don't know, some dumb kid, it was me, but me as a dumb kid. I'm sitting there just doing dumb kid shit, and my parents were videotaping me, and they're like, hey, look, Noise Wave, because my dad booked them for the YMCA team nights he used to throw all the time. Some of their, like, first shows, and you could just see me go fucking nuts. And I told Zach Ride, if we ever do a song, we're doing a video, and I'm going to include that clip. I just got to find it. That's awesome. Seven Ways to Surreal, and this is a direct link. Yes, indeed. I love that. I love that. So then, um, with local local influences, um, you've done work with people. Yeah. Um, I'm too square to be in the circle here, so I don't know nothing. Fuckers. Oh, I hate you guys. But who you talking about? So, um, who would be like a dream collab locally for you? I I've been kind of knocking them off my list. I'm very open to collaboration. One, I, I produce, so like, shoot, stop getting ripped off on YouTube beats. Come to me, be a little patient because I do have a large group of people coming to me. I give you a beat. I don't care about the money. If you really want to give me money, buy me a vape. Get twenty bucks where I'm from. But um. For local people I want to collab with, it's already in the works. Like, I'm already doing it. So, like, really, if, if your shit's tight, I'll collab with you. Like, hear that? Yeah. If your shit's tight, I'm down. I make tight shit. So. But I want $100 if you collab with them, because I hooked it up. Yeah, give them $100. Don't pay me for it. Just no, I'm just up. fucking with you guys. I don't want no money. But see that? See, that's love to the city. Uh, that's That's... That's not being a dick. That's not showing lines in the sand. That's saying, hey, man, you guys want to learn something, do something? You want a little quality? You want something original? Juju. Come to me. And if you don't think anything he has is quality and original, go buy Split C's. I made all those beats. You spent 10 bucks on Taco Bell and got diarrhea. I mean, spend 10 bucks and at least get some positive mental vibes and attitude. And, I mean... Juju got a voice, bro. Listen right. to him. He actually, if Juju go acapella on you, you guys can be like, oh my god, I felt it. You know, and he got he got a voice to die for, bro. And you can tell that you grew up with gospel and people right. singing beautifully around you because you can carry a tune. I'm and, getting better. And you're not, you're not all about, you know. I don't know. You you you're you're really funny. Like, even kind of when you're being, you know, uh, a little depressing. a little deep, yeah. you're still positive about it. Yeah, it's like life is what it is, you know. No matter what you go through, 
no matter what happens to you, I'm happy I have an outlet to be able to speak about it. And I always offer people, if you ever have something that you're going through, hit me up because, you know, I understand what it's like to be low. I mean, shoot, track number seven, bipolar. You know, like, I'm bipolar. Recent discovery, yet actualizations already happened where I understood, like, okay, yeah, it's not, oh, I'm bipolar, you know, this year or last year. It's, uh, I, I've been bipolar, and I now understand why I am a little bit the way I am, but at the same time, like, during my lows, I have people I talk to. During my highs, I have people I talk to. In the middle ground, I have people I talk to. Um, there's things that you go through in life, you know. I lost all my friends, all my cousins, you know, to drunk driving, uh, suicide, murder, and at the end of the day, I, I, I'm living for me, which is for them, uh, I'm moving forward through it, through anything you go through, move forward, like, do something with it, whether or not it's just speaking to a counselor, or speaking to a friend about it, maybe you pick up a basketball, maybe you, you play the flute, well, put, put your emotions, put yourself into what you do, and that's what this whole album is, and I, I challenge anybody, you come to a show, it's the one egotistical thing I'm going to say, in this entire lovely speech about mental health, you come to a show, you're going to want to see every single show. You listen to the album, you listen to one song, you're going to want to listen to the whole album. You're not going to skip them. I tell you that. I, when I say somebody has an unskippable album, it's, it's not a lie. There's, and, and, and the important part is, is it, it's a, it's, there's conceptual parts to it that it's, it is important to listen to the next song. And again, if you do miss Juju's show, you dig through Facebook and find all the live feeds and videos you can of his album release party and rock out to it hours later because it's still a badass performance. I'm amazed we got like, I think we had like 45, 60 people in there. And that was in the middle of yet again another hailstorm. Like, it was people flood stuck in downtown Omaha and the entire block. This has happened to me twice at this venue already. Everywhere else, the power goes out. There's floods, there's people, you know, stuck, and you know, things like that. Somehow, this venue stays on. Like we, I was last time before the uh, my album release, there was a tornado outside, and like the roof was kind of caving in, and we were just in there vibing anyways. Yep, I was at the Wired Pub that night uh, watching Mr. White. It was his first show in a few years. There were supposed to be some out of town guests. The storm screwed everything up. Had a late start. It was, it was a bad bad night so I decided that with the storm happening I was going to leave early because I didn't want to because in my neighborhood here it gets flooded bad down off the Saddle Creek and everything else so I took off early and felt bad because I missed your show and I'm so glad I left because about 10 minutes after I got home and parked safely between my houses the houses in the driveway the hail came down Yep. And I'm glad I was not stuck out there at Wired and letting my and I was in my wife's car, by the way. So it was a very important thing for me to get that home because had her car got beat up out at Wired Pub, she would have kicked my ass. I told you, you should have took your car, but I was lazy and didn't want to switch cars out, so I drove this. My show ended at like 12, maybe 12, 15. I was at the venue until like 2.30 because like, you couldn't leave. It was bad. Like A lot of people lost power, so I... I was like, I'm gonna get out before it gets too bad, guys. I felt bad for leaving the show early. Normally, I try not to, and I had to apologize to Maki and everybody else on the venue that night. 
you apologize for that? I leave shows all the time, but it's also... I feel bad. I try to stay the whole time, and I try to watch everyone, even if I don't like it. I dip out. It has nothing to do with the artists. I just... Uh, I'm a magician, so I have to vanish when no one sees. If I have... Come on, bro. <laughs> you see me. I'm not allowed to even be at a venue and not be noticed. Like, I try to, like, shave the mustache, wear masks and glasses and a hat and... When you're fucking tall and skinny, everybody knows who you are. Like, I'm gonna get a fat suit made. That'd be dope. I wear well. I got I got one now, but I wear an even fatter suit. I'm losing weight. I'm down seventy. But I wear one with you. Sumo suit. All right. Well, um, we'll get towards the end here. I got my last two final questions that I like to wrap it up with. Um, my first final question. And it's always, if you can go back and tell a younger yourself what you're doing, you know, in the in the music game, give yourself a little advice, what would you tell yourself? Research a little more. Um, learn now. I wish I could told I wish I could have told myself at a way younger age. Learn to make the beats, learn to put the music out the right way. Um, and research, really research where you're going, where you're going to be. Um, I watched all the episodes to this podcast before I even came on it. My younger self wouldn't have. And so I always tell people, research, research, because you can learn that this game is really easy. The same thing that every producer's doing when it comes to making beats, you can do. And it's the same quick, easy step. And you can progress so much further using, you know, tune back to learn the tune or uh, the key of every song. Uh, learning the tempo, making sure your shit's on tempo, which allows you to copy and paste your uh, your chorus so you don't have to re-wrap it or try to like drag it for 25 minutes till it sounds right. Um, overall, those small little details, the details that's easier to do it yourself, you want to do that because if you don't do that, like the game just takes longer. You have more value when you can do everything yourself and you don't necessarily need anyone. Therefore, you can choose who you want to work with. That is definitely a good point. Good point. I mean, and again, you're not always going to have the best stuff when you drop. So guys, I'm not the same. Don't go buy beats or anything. But I mean, honestly, like Juju said, he got taken advantage of buying expensive beats right off the bat when he lyrically wasn't even the best. Now, I can see him spending 200 bucks on a nice beat that he's going to go hard over because he can now, you know. And, 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 and that's the thing, guys. You know, if, if you just learn it, hone it, level up, take it like a video game. Just keep leveling up. Yeah, my eight years could have been probably two. I got six years of doing it the wrong way and learning the hard way. And it could have been easier just by doing research and doing that, those small steps. And that's why we do this podcast, so that we can educate some of these newer guys on just little tidbits of stuff. You know, even if they only pick up a little bit of things, maybe they'll learn something. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. If you ever want to learn, message me. And uh, Juju page. if you are buying a beat and having somebody master your stuff, pay them what they're asking. Don't, don't. You guys know what your time's worth. You know what other people's time's worth. You know, I, I get if you think a price is hard, but really don't try to try to knock people down on some of their prices, especially if you're shopping local. Most of these local guys are trying to feed their family too. You know, so don't don't take advantage of them. They're not trying to take advantage of you. 
you know. So again, if you do shop for beets, just be smart about it. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, because honestly, I know some guys that can rap, but musically can't create shit, you know. And and and, and that's not a problem. That's why there's producers and engineers. You know, yeah. it's just knowing where to link up and where an appropriate place is for your money to go. I get I get cheaper feature prices because I'll give them some beats that I could just make all their money off. See that? Features, beats, Juju's the man. Juju, gotcha. the mystic, I should say. Yes, indeed. And my final question, a drink collab. Can I do three? Yep. Quick fire? Okay. James Brown. Yes, indeed. Hey, Papa's got a brand new bag. I want a James Brown collab. I know it could never happen, but I would love for it to happen. Two, Nina Simone and or Michael Jackson. Um, I would really like to collab with them. Nina, I could probably just, you know, sample her. But, you know, Michael Jackson, it'd be really dope to get some of those, like, unposted songs and make a song out of that. Uh, not on some Drake stuff. I'll probably go a different route, but just something really cool. And then uh, three, Travis Scott. I feel like that would be real fun. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely happen. an interesting combination. Yeah. Now, I totally know where, soul, where James Brown comes from. Oh, yeah. Childhood, growing up. It's a soulfulness. You know, and, and, and it's cool because you would actually have a voice that would go with it. I, I, I appreciate that. Actually. Like, you actually have a voice. You could be a singer if you wanted to because you have a voice if you trained and taught yourself because you're – Educated enough, smart enough, and driven enough to do it, you could actually be a singer too. I'm gonna show and, you some after this. And there's a few guys out there that can sing too. And, and again, some of you guys have to understand: just because you can rap does not mean you can sing. Stop with the shitty acapellas. I love you guys, but Lord Jesus, mm. just practice, 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 practice. Yeah. practice. Listen to the wonderful artists on the Mountain Jew podcasting with you. Listen to yourself and destroy the hell out of your own music to yourself. You are your worst critic. Trust me, if you guys were harder on yourselves instead of thinking what you did was fire, think of it as trash and you can only get better. No, and I mean, don't think of it as trash. Like, Think of it as like forky. It's, uh, it's a, a step toy, process. but it's made out of trash. It's a step process, legitimately. If you make a whole bunch of songs now and you think it's the hottest shit now, a year from now, even six months from now, but we'll go a year from now, you're going to look back and the group or the collective project you make then would shit on what you just made now. Like, I, I'm not I'm not, you know, snitching on myself. This shit was made December and January. And yeah, I didn't make it come out until August. Now we're doing that long of a wait again. But two, the shit I've made since then, shit's on this and this is fucking hot. <laughs> It is. It's that's. I actually got privy to got that physical early, um, so I was excited for it. It hadn't been released on digital or nothing, so I was able to actually spin it, listen to it, enjoy it. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, any project news you got dropping, you guys got to watch for. And with that note, no, no. Juju, I very much want to thank you for being on the Mountain Dew review. And on that note. Since we got all jacked up on Mountain Dew, I want to listen chip. I want to listen to your chip. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I want to officially declare Juju the Mystic. Tramp stamp. Approved. Tramp stamp approved. <laughs>
That's approved, bitches. I'm gonna sign this one for you. I got a big logo. Thank you.